Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 6th of November, 2022. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive and Odyssey channels, as well as on the interactive entropy software, where throughout the show, you can ask myself a direct question or even better yet, send through a super chat to support not just this program, but all unshackled productions uh, hello to everyone in the live chats nice and early it is 8 30 p.m here in melbourne victoria where we are one week into the official state election campaign period so early voting commences next monday so by that time we'll know who all the candidates are in all the 88 lower house seats and in the eight five-member upper house electorates and uh, election day is of course November 26th Saturday with the prospect of Dan Andrews as the Premier of Victoria for another four years he's been the Premier since 2014 it certainly seems like uh, for those who have suffered under his rule particularly the the past two years it certainly feels like longer now given that the prospect of of him as i was saying if he if labor gets re-elected he'll be premier he's committed to serving the the full four-year term uh, there has been rightfully and i should say thankfully a renewed focus on his government's numerous scandals uh corruption abuses of power cover-ups and lies now obviously last week we had the uh 15 well then uh 15 year old he's now 24 uh but he was uh, 15 years old in 2013 uh ryan uh Mullerman, uh when his bike collided with the andrews family car down at blaugary on the mornington peninsula he claimed that the car was driving at speed and he was told not to say anything otherwise he wouldn't get his uh, tnc compo and then a witness came forward this week jane crittenden who said that she didn't see the Andrews family render assistance. And now this has been going on. Now, back in 2013, Dan wasn't the premier at the time, uh, though, because a lot of you might be aware, some of you might not, uh, but uh, Catherine Andrews, Dan's wife, who was driving the car at the time, was not breath tested, as was regular procedure. And so there was an internal uh, police review, uh, which uh, should have been released under freedom of information request, but uh, many years ago wasn't uh, when Nine News put in a FOI request. And uh, I'll just play this old news clip. And... Uh, It'll, they'll say at the end uh, what the the reason was for them not not uh, for Victoria Police not releasing uh, the the FOI uh, police information. The premier was all smiles for a theatrical coup, but it was the police's refusal to release records of a collision involving his wife and the conduct of officers that was centre stage. I want to be very clear with you that uh, in, in terms of most recent coverage. Uh, Neither I nor anybody in my office had anything to do or any involvement with that matter, and I have no further comment to make. While Victoria Police approves 90% of freedom of information requests, it denied Nine News access to 38 pages of documents relating to the crash with a teenage cyclist. It also refused to release an internal investigation into officers who failed to breath test Mrs Andrews. Victoria Police says the decision to deny access was based on the grounds of privacy 
and a lack of public interest. Do you think that the police have the capability or that they should be holding the information I, on the basis of public I interest? would direct you to Victoria Police. I had a bit of a look into it when I found out there was some interest. It was knocked back on privacy grounds because it's actually looking at actual individuals. Nine News has appealed the FOI decision and can reveal the teenager who was injured, his father and his sister were all notified by FOI officials that a request had been lodged. The Premier's office has refused to say if Mr Andrews or his wife was similarly notified. The Information Commissioner doesn't have to ask the parties involved, but they should. Mr Andrews should be arguing with whoever he needs to argue that the documents become public. It's within his interests, it's within the public interest. The more unanswered questions there are, the more doubts arise. The Freedom of Information Commissioner was due to decide on Nine News' appeal next week. However, there's been a significant delay. The Commissioner's office says they've only just received the police documents in question and has asked for another month before deciding if they'll be released. There's clearly a lot of unanswered questions here. That's not to say anything untowards happened, but they need to be cleared up for the sake of transparency. We're talking about the Premier and his wife. Jonathan Kersley, Nine News. Yeah, there's a lack of public interest uh, about the then opposition leader, the, the car that he was in driven uh, by his wife colliding with a cyclist who was severely injured and the police didn't, uh, the Victoria police didn't follow proper procedure. And uh, what was the other reason? Privacy reasons, yes, because uh, Dan Andrews, the Premier of Victoria and his wife, Catherine, very uh, they're very private people. I mean, if there is private information such as, what is it, driver's license or passports, you black it out. I mean, that's standard procedure when releasing uh, re releasing documents with people's names and information in into the public. Now, obviously, the Dan stands say, oh, why is the, why are the cookers uh, digging this up from uh, 2013? And because it fits a pattern of uh, dishonest uh, question dodging, because Dan has spat out these lines, I've got no further comment to add. You'll have to ask them. Uh, I certainly didn't interfere. I mean, he's always said these sort of things, whether it be about the, the car bike collision and also a, another uh, blast, or should I say slip, from the past uh, came back on the, the front of the Sunday Herald Sun where the, the huge staircase which Dan Andrews uh, slipped down uh, at the end of the, the Labor Day long weekend at a holiday rental on the, the Mornington Peninsula. Seems to have a lot of bad luck there on the Mornington Peninsula, uh, Dan Andrews. Uh, so we met the stairs, two of them. So this is the stairs that Dan Andrews slipped down and uh, uh, broke his back and nearly died. Those, those two steps there, he said they were wet, slippery stairs. Now, we were all led to believe, and Dan never corrected this, that it was a, it was a long, it would have been a long staircase to injure yourself that badly there. I mean, why didn't, why wasn't, Obviously, back at uh, when Dan was about to return to work in the middle of 2021, and then he locked us down uh, for another uh, two lockdowns. Uh, now, Ambulance Victoria released a statement saying, uh, saying that the, the ambulance went to a rental in Sorrento, basically to, to say it wasn't a residence in Portsea, uh, where one of uh, Dan's mates live. Uh, so... He was apparently going out the, the, the door with a briefcase and Nova night bag and slipped on these slippery stairs at about quarter to seven in the, the morning. Uh, now, Dan was, was asked about this on, on Sunday morning, and uh, he referred journalists to uh, speak with the stairs. There's not much that surprises me, really. But look, can any of you tell me what the point of this story is? Oh, I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't know what the point of this story is. Can any of you explain it to me? It seems to be a yes. Well, maybe. Well, I don't know. What you're going to interview the stairs next? Like people can go as low as they want. I'm not coming there with them. Well, we know that you didn't fall that low, given that there was only 
two two stairs and yes uh, why didn't because there was an information vacuum when uh, dan fell down the stairs and disappeared and that's where all those r- wild rumors started and uh, rather than fill the the information vacuum with what is it picture of the stairs or maybe releasing the the ambulance uh, ambulance victoria information then it just all fester but uh, asking questions uh, about this incident is uh, apparently makes you a, a QAnon cooker that's what the dan stands say to put any to to shed to to imply that Dan hasn't been honest with us uh, in the past. And so we demand more information from him on other matters. <laughs> doesn't make you a conspiracy theorist. And uh, Real Rukshan, uh, he uh, came up with another video edited gem uh, about uh, the the Dan Dan Andrews uh, remember the the the, the stairs uh, production uh, when he announced he was coming back to work and he and Kath uh, sat down to relive uh, the the slippery stairs fall. Everyone, right to go? As I'm coming back to work, uh, I thought it was appropriate to update you on where things are at, but also to tell you a bit more about my story, our story of these last few months. We'd been down the beach uh, having a family weekend. It was a bit of a bit of a chance to have some time together and to make up for the fact that summer had been really busy and a holiday that had been planned hadn't happened. And I'm making my way to the car to head off to work. And uh, it had been raining. I'm not sure if it was raining at the time, but it had been raining. As I put my foot onto the first step, I knew I was in trouble. I didn't really connect with the step. It just slid straight off. I became airborne almost, so I'm uh, horizontal with the step, and then all I could hear was just this almighty crunch. And that's when I knew. I knew that and when I heard the crunch, I thought, that's this is serious, we're in trouble here. Now, I wonder if, uh, because the, well, the, not the, the actual location of the, the, the property, though locals to the Sorrento area uh, might know where that place is. They, they could become a tourist attraction or maybe Mythbusters could do a, an episode there about is it, is it plausible uh, to, kneel, to break your back and nearly die by falling down the, those two stairs. And I can see that, Yes, the, the the stairs are out in the, the the open air. They're not undercover, so it could have been yeah. They, like they, if it was raining, then they they would have been wet. Uh, now I did notice uh, when this this story broke broke. Uh, Liberal MP uh, Richard Royden, uh, whose seat of Polworth is around uh, Colac and the the Great Ocean Road, uh, wrote, warning from the Great Ocean Road, Dear Mr. Andrews, in light of the terrible luck you have on holidays, I would suggest if you wish to try somewhere other than the Mornington Peninsula, please don't come to the Great Ocean Road. We have the world's best views, but most spots have quite a lot of stairs, and our region is renowned as a popular bike riding area. As nothing is ever your fault, I can't guarantee you'll have an accident-free visit. I can suggest... Cooper Pedy. It's pretty flat and not a lot of bikes owing to the heat. I'm sure Visit SA can suggest some other flat, safe spots for you to go. Take care, member for Polworth. And as far as I know, uh, that post hasn't been deleted, uh, which is pleasing to, to see. And yes, it is still completely okay to laugh at Dan's stair fall. Uh, the the stairman, as he became known, his his fall, and the to laugh at the pain that he was in because he has put Victorians through so much pain the last, uh, particularly the the last two years uh, when he was introducing those lockdowns. That yes, I have no sympathy for him whatsoever, and I'm sure a lot of the people in the chat uh, would agree with me as well. Now, another, not a Liberal MP, but a Liberal candidate, uh, Cynthia Watson, who's running for the electorate of Ringwood, uh, put out a, a post on her Facebook page uh, that uh, 
uh, she was at the Ringwood East Community Market and Square Shopping Centre. Uh, there's her stand there. And there's a passerby, a, a guy with a grey beard, hat and mask on with a shirt, Dan Andrews for, for prison. I wonder, I, was, I don't know why, if he wants Dan Andrews in prison, I mean, he's still wearing a a mask uh, like uh, Dan uh, did for, for so long. Maybe he's somebody in disguise and just wanted to sort of, want to sort of photobomb an image there. Uh, now, of course, uh, Dan Andrews is fending off a, a questions about a fourth IBAC probe, uh, the independent broad-based anti-corruption uh, uh, anti commission. And so on Sunday, uh, because yeah, he has very uh, stage-managed media appearances where the, the, the public uh, kept at arm's length because the media were asking questions about that and uh, about the, the stairs, he cancelled a media appearance at Kabadi Australia. Due to, the, due to the large amount of interest in Daniel Andrews' attendance in today's events and due to security measures, the Premier will not be attending today's event. His team has apologised in advance for the last minute cancellation. Well, yes, I mean, it's an election campaign. There is a lot of interest in uh, Dan Andrews uh, attending, at, at, attending events and making policy announcements. Uh, uh, now, it did break late on Friday night that Dan has agreed to a Sky News Herald Sun People's Forum debate. We'll have to actually take questions from undecided voters, which will be quite interesting. I'm sure he'll demand uh, quite a number of uh, conditions about, you know, what type of questions are allowed to be asked and that sort of thing. And now, obviously, uh, it's broadly accepted that uh, come uh, the 26th of November, it's either going to be a re-elected Labor Andrews government or a Liberal National uh, Coalition government led by Matthew Guy. But there are a lot of minor and micro parties vying for the balance of power in the, the upper house. And so this is the, the list on the uh, Victorian Electoral Commission. Uh, there has been uh, some news on the weekend. Uh, so, as you know, uh, the Democratic Labor Party is now led by former uh, Liberal MLC Bernie Finn after he was kicked out of the party for his pro-life views. I interviewed him at the March for the Babies. Uh, he announced today, Bernie Finn, uh, that uh, former uh, Labor power broker and, well, confessed branch stacker Adam Somriak. He actually resigned from Parliament before the election, uh, but uh, has been uh, persuaded to stand again for the Democratic Labour Party in the Northern Metropolitan Region. Bernie Finn is seeking re-election in the Western Metropolitan Region. And uh, Bernie has said that he and Adam have been great mates uh, for a number of, of years. And so they're Adam said that he's seeking re-election or to be elected again uh, to hold Dan Andrews to account because he knows all of Dan's tricks and Labor's tricks. And so I'm not sure if he'll have much of a chance of being re-elected. Uh, he was actually the member for Southeast Metro, so he's jumped quite a fair way to, to run in the, the North there. And now it also it should be noted that the Democratic Labor Party is actually the official Labor Party. Uh, there was a court case in the, the 1950s uh, with the, uh, the split uh, between uh, the Australian Labor Party and the Democratic Labor Party and the Victorian Supreme Court ruled that the Democratic Labor Party was uh, the official Labor Party and uh, therefore still is uh, today. Now, there is the uh, Angry Victorians Party, uh, which is linked to the Federal Australian Values Party, which was founded by SAS uh, veteran and voice of a veteran, Heston Russell. Uh, Catherine Cummings, uh, Western Metro uh, MLC, was elected as a, a Darren Hinch Justice Party MLC, then went independent. She failed to get her Victorian Independence Party registered. Uh, with the Electoral Commission. So she is uh, seeking 
re-election under the angry Victorians party. So it'll be a crowded field uh, with good candidates in the West Metro. Obviously, there's Bernie Finn with the DLP, Catherine Cummings, angry Victorians, and of course, Moira Deeming, uh, pro-life, pro-family uh, 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 advocate, Melton City Councillor, heading the Liberal ticket. Now, there's a new party here, the Companion and Pets Party. Not sure if they hold similar views to the Animal Justice Party. Family First is, is back in uh, Victoria. I spoke with uh, Lee uh, Lee Jones uh, from uh, Family First and the March for the Babies as well. There is the, the Freedom Party of uh, Victoria where Morgan C. Jonas is the, the face of it and Aidan uh, McLinton, a, a long-time uh, political operative and uh, former uh, Queensland State MP, uh, is running in Dan's electorate of Mulgrave. Uh, the Health Australia Party. Now, I believe that is a vaccine choice party. Uh, we've got the Legalised Cannabis Party, which has just been registered. Obviously, the Liberal Democrats, Tim Quilty and uh, David Limbrick, MLC, seeking uh, re-election. Uh, we've got the New uh, Democrats, which was registered by another former uh, Labor MLC turned independent, Kyosha Vaglau. Uh, so I'll have to look into it. Um, I'm not. It would have been interesting if she'd also joined the the Democratic Labor Party, as well. Uh, One Nation is standing candidates Warren Pickering, who uh, ran as their lead Victorian Senate candidate, is again the face of the the party. I don't know off the top of my head which region he's he's running in. The Restored Democracy and uh, Sackdan Andrews Party was registered at the last minute on the 28th of October. Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party, Sustainable Australia Party, Transport Matters Party, who all have MLCs. Uh, they are contesting the election. The United Australia Party, its lead candidate or the, the state leader is former a pro-life uh, Liberal MP for Frankston in the Bellu government. Uh, he is running in Northern Victoria, and uh, well, they're the usual. They're still the usual leftist minor parties: Victorian Socialist, uh, Fiona Patton's Reason Party, uh, Andy Medic of the the Animal Justice Party, who could be in trouble for uh, being on a Zoom, a parliamentary Zoom uh, call while he was driving. So that was reported by uh, Backroom Baz today. Now, uh, from a local uh, election to the uh, international uh, election, well, an inter well, a foreign uh, election, so the US midterm elections, uh, so again, they're called the midterms because they're uh, midway through a four-year presidential term, uh, so there are 34 sen uh, Senate seats uh, that are up for election, uh, dozens of uh, governorships, and also a, the whole of the House of Representatives, so which is 435 seats. Now, pollsters, pundits, they're predicting a not just a red wave, but a red a tsunami with the US economy, inflation out of control. And so it's looking good for most, most of the commentators think Republicans will retake the House. It's the Senate, which is a, a toss-up. I went through the contests uh, last week. Obviously, the, uh, the crucial con contests uh, with the Republican candidates, so Melmut Oz in Pennsylvania, J.D. Vance in Ohio, and Herschel Walker in Georgia. Uh, now, obviously, the, the 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 most prominent governor who is seeking re-election and is looking pretty strong in the polls uh, is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, there there has been a bit of underlying below the surface tension between uh, Trump and Ron DeSantis. Uh, Roger Stone, Donald Trump's uh, confidant for many years, has. Uh, uh, said that Ron DeSantis uh, should commit to not running uh, because he believes that Trump is going to run. There's rumours he's going to announce after the midterms on November uh, 14th, and Roger Stone has said there would be no 
uh, Ron DeSantis uh, without Trump's endorsement. And uh, this is what Donald Trump called him, Ron DeSantis, at a rally. Trump at 71, Ron DeSanctimonious at 10%, Mike Pence at 7 Oh, Mike's doing better than I thought. Uh, so Trump there, they, they're referring to that uh, he is leading in the Republican primaries 71 to, as he said, Ron DeSanctimonious is only polling at 10%. Like if Trump seeks the nomination, Republican nomination again, he'll get it. Uh, uh, now, he did appear at another rally in, in Florida uh, where he properly uh, endorsed DeSantis for re-election and also... Marco, uh, Marco Rubio uh, for re-election to the U.S. Senate. People of Florida are going to re-elect the wonderful, the great friend of mine, Marco Rubio, to the United States Senate. And you're going to re-elect Ron DeSantis as your governor of your state. And you're going to elect an incredible slate of true MAGA warriors to Congress, many of whom are here right now. I think all. And now it's interesting to see Trump now say that Marco Rubio is his as his friend because we I think we all remember infamously in 2016 uh, Marco Rubio when he was running against Trump for president uh, went uh, full rickets as it was termed he said that uh, uh, Trump has really small hands and you know what they say about men with small hands and then the audience ooh and uh, Rubio said oh you can't trust them but. Uh, Everyone read between the lines and, well, they that uh, thought that Rubio meant that if Trump's hands were small, that something else was small. And Trump responded that, uh, I can assure you, there is no problem there. Uh, now, the uh, the Democrats and and the the Biden administration, uh, they're urging, well, people to, to vote for the Democrats. Or, or else. This is a struggle we're now in, a struggle for democracy, a struggle for decency and dignity, a struggle for prosperity and progress, a struggle for the very soul of America itself. Make no mistake, democracy is in the ballot for all of us. We must remember that democracy is a covenant. We need to start looking out for each other again, seeing ourselves as we, the people, not as entrenched enemies. This is a choice we can make. Disunion and chaos are not inevitable. As Lady of Shallot said, vote Democrat or we will destroy you and transition your kids. Hadron says, vote the right way or you'll be going to jail. Well, that's what uh, some uh, mega Trump supporters uh, found what happened to them after Biden was uh, installed as president in 2021. Now, isn't voting like you know, casting a vote? That's democracy. Uh, so, like when you go, when you get get your ballot paper, that's that's democracy. You're participating in democracy but joe biden's basically saying if you don't vote for us uh, then there'll be no democracy anymore now in that uh, press conference biden uh stressed that we might not know uh, the winners on uh, election night because obviously there's all the the mail-in ballots to to come in the the coming days, though, uh, i remember that uh, the mail-in ballots they they didn't arrive uh in time for the, the remember the uh, Virginian gubernatorial uh, election when Glenn Youngkin he was declared the the winner on the night there so we'll certainly see uh, now although the elections are well technically tomorrow Tuesday eighth of November uh, because we are essentially a day behind the United States. The results won't start to come in until uh, Wednesday afternoon, Australian Eastern time. So that's when you should start to be glued to your uh, TVs there. Uh, election day will start when we're about to, to go to sleep. 
Now, moving on to the uh, the cancelling, the continuous cancelling of Ye, the rapper formerly known as as Kanye West, who got a, another a, a Twitter uh, Twitter suspension uh, because of uh, this uh, tweet here, which I'm not going to read out, uh, but uh, Tim Paul said, well, holy fuck. Uh, yeah, so uh, that it, though he is still continuing uh, to tweet, but uh, another uh, prominent uh, uh, black American has uh, been cancelled, and that is, I hadn't heard of him, uh, Kyrie Irving, who is a basketballer with the, the Brooklyn Nets. He was suspended for sharing a link on his Instagram uh, to a documentary, Hebrews to Negroes, uh, which is about uh, the uh, black Hebrew Israelite uh, religion or ideology movement, whatever you want to call it. Now, a lot of uh, Americans and a lot of Jews uh, believe that uh, the black Hebrew Israelites are a hate group and uh, people uh, associated or uh, or had their, had similar beliefs were responsible for a reign of terror in uh, New Jersey and New York in, at the end of 2019. And uh, the remember the the Covington Catholic uh, boys at the the March uh, for Life uh, who were uh, unfairly smeared. I, they were actually the ones who were racially vilified by black Hebrew Israelites who were calling them anti-white slurs and uh, also calling them homophobic names. So, as Lady of Shalott says, yes, the the ADL uh, and uh, Greenblatt, uh, they, well, want him cancelled and, uh, well, it, he has been suspended uh, by the, uh, the, the Brooklyn Nets uh, for failing to apologise profusely enough uh, because this was his apology. You have any anti-Semitic beliefs? Again, I'm going to repeat. I don't know how the label becomes justified because you guys ask me the same questions over and over again, but this is not going to turn into a spin around cycle of questions upon questions. I told you guys how I felt. I respect all walks of life and embrace all walks of life. That's where I sit. I think what people want to hear though is just a yes or no on that question. Yes or no. I, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. This is an interesting phenomena, which, well, has, has started with the cancelling of Ye. I mean, if Ye and uh, and Kyrie Irving had said anti-white, uh, uh, put out anti-white things on social media, then nothing would have happened. And uh, now. Irving, uh, it, it's reports here that uh, he had, well, he was uh, going to donate $500,000 towards unnamed causes and organizations that work to eradicate hate and intolerance and pledged to work with the ADL to fight anti-Semitism. Uh, now, it says here, uh, Jonathan Greenblatt, we were optimistic, but after watching the debacle of a press conference, it is clear Kyrie feels no accountability for his actions. ADL can not conscious accept his donation. That's a, that's a first. Then then they're they're not accepting their own shakedown money there. Uh, so Nike has dropped him as a sponsor uh, as well. Remember, of course, they were they were okay with. Uh, uh, Colin Kabnanak uh, being in their ads, uh, even though what is it? He was famous for basically a a, a kneeling uh, before the national anthem because well, it wasn't. Uh, it was well, it was too. Uh, uh, there was there was too still much too much uh, white uh, white influence in society. 
Uh, now, Shark, uh, who we know in Australia as uh, the guy from the points bet ad, not an NBA basketballer, has also uh, criticised uh, uh, Kyrie Irving, calling him an idiot. Yee tweeted, they make us bully ourselves because of our business alignments. And also uh, Lebr uh, LeBron James has also uh, criticized Kyrie Irving and so has former net, net coach Arme Stoudemore. Uh, so I don't think I've pronounced all these names properly, but, but, th but there you go there. Now, a, there was a tragic death of a former uh, teen music uh, idol. Uh, Aaron Carter, uh, he drowned in his bathtub at his home in California. And have you all seen his final tweet, uh, Aaron Carter, on his Twitter account? Uh, now, he said, yo, Kanye, let's talk man to man. And uh, below it has uh, uh, Disclosed TV saying, Justin, American rapper, because you became a, a rapper. Uh, Aaron Carter is dead at age 34. Now, what would he want to talk uh, to Kanye West about, given that, well, uh, Kanye West, he is, well, he's calling out, what is that, uh, people in the, the music industry who have screwed him over, who happen to be of Jewish ethnicity. Uh, could Aaron Carter have, want, uh, have wanted to talk uh talk to ye about uh, his uh former manager uh now deceased uh lou perlman who was also the what founder well who brought the the backstreet boys and in sync uh together uh through his uh, transcontinental business in orlando and also founded a number of other uh, boy bands uh, as well. But the most prominent were Backstreet Boys and, and NSYNC. And he really screwed them over, uh, Lil Perman, who, as his, his surname uh, suggests, was uh, Jewish. He died in 2016 after he was uh, convicted for running a Ponzi scheme with his business Transcontinental. Uh, the contracts that he got NSYNC and uh, Backstreet Boys to sign financially screwed them over. So Lou got all the, the money and they hardly got uh, anything. They both managed to, to get out of the, the contract. And there is also, uh, well, long rumored uh, allegations uh, that uh, Lou, well, uh, touched a some of the well, uh, 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 some of them were uh, boys at the time. Some were young men. Uh, so there is a a rumor that uh, well, a, in 1997, 1998, a, there was an incident centered on the youngest of the Backstreet Boys, Nick Carter. Uh, even for many of the closest of the group, what happened remains unclear. Uh, so this is uh, Nick's mother. Uh, my son did say something about the fact that Nick had been uncomfortable staying at Pullman's house for a while. Nick loved going over to Lou's house. All of a sudden, it appeared there was a flip at some point. We uh, Then we heard uh, from the Carter camp that there was some kind of inappropriate behavior. It was just odd. I can't say there were odd events that uh, took place. Perlman band members assert James turned Perlman a sexual predator. Phoenix Stone said he discussed the matter with both Nick and his mother. Nick, uh, uh, this was something Nick was not comfortable talking about. What happened? Well, I just think that he finally, you know, Lou was uh, definitely inappropriate with him and he just felt that he didn't want anything to do with him anymore. There was a big blow up at that point from what Jane says. Yes, there was a big blow up when they confronted him in a telephone interview. Uh, she stopped short, uh, Carter's mother, certain things happened and it almost destroyed our family. I tried to warn everyone. I tried to warn all the mothers and uh, said, if you're doing, uh, if you're doing that and exposing that, I give 
you a big flag. I tried to expose him for what he was years ago. I hope you expose him because the financial scandal is the least of his injustices. When I asked why she won't discuss it further, Carter says she doesn't want to jeopardize her relationship with Nick. I can't say anything more. Uh, she says these children are fearful and they want to get on with their careers. Now this was published in Vanity Fair back in 2007 by Brian uh, Burrow. And so that's Lou Perman there. Like he was a really fat, disgusting looking man there. Uh, now there is a documentary about his life uh, that was uh, produced by former NSYNC member, uh, Lance uh, Bass. It does feature Aaron Carter, who actually uh, defends uh, Lou and says, no, it's not true at all that uh, he's uh, a pedophile at all. That's uh, disgusting. Uh, now, Aaron Carter, he had uh, substance uh, issues. Uh, he or checked himself into rehab two years ago. His, his life had really spiralled. Uh, uh, his, uh, his relationship with his siblings, one of his sisters died about uh, 10 years ago. And at the beginning of 2020, uh, Aaron Carter uh, decided to sell nudes on OnlyFans, which, yeah, uh, I mean, for like a former, like, you know, like if you're a musician to sort of do that, I mean, that's very uh, strange, uh, a, a down, well, particularly a downward spiral there if you go from being a pop star to selling nudes on on Instagram there. So it's, uh, so the, the Lance Bass uh, produced documentary, it's free on YouTube. It's called uh, the, the boy band con, uh, the Lou Perlman story. And a, there is also, I should suggest you watch uh, former LFO member, Rich Cronin, who died in 2010 of cancer, went on the, the Howard Stern show and said that, uh, if I'm to give you a record deal, this is what Lou said to him, we've got to go to this guy in Germany who wants to touch your penis and uh, you should practice on me so you get it right because I, I majored or I minored in psychology at university. So, yes, uh, this, is the, uh, the, uh, this was the well, very dark uh, uh, dark reality of those 90, uh, 90s boy bands who a lot of us remember so fondly for their 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 great hits in uh, sync and uh, Backstreet Boys. Uh, now it's also possible uh, that Aaron Carter's final uh, tweet could uh, be talking about a another uh, a Jewish man that uh, Yi has started to go with, uh, started to go to war with. Uh, so that's a, a Canadian uh, fitness instructor, Harley uh, Pasternak. Uh, so he posted this on his, his Twitter, Yi, a text from Harley who says, I'm going to help you one of a couple of ways. First, you and I sit down and have a loving and open conversation, but you don't cuss words and everything that is discussed is based in fact and some crazy stuff that dumb friend of yours told you or saw in a tweet. Second option, I can have you institutionalize again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Play date with the, with the kids just won't be the same. So uh, could a, a sim similar type of a zombie land medication happen to Aaron Carter? I'm not saying that uh, this guy is not implying that this guy Harley was responsible for it, but maybe somebody uh, in his, uh, somebody in that industry, uh, another personal trainer, had uh, he had a similar experience with another personal trainer who knows we'll never know that was his final tweet and he is a like a prominent person uh, uh saying that uh, that that uh, they want to speak with with ye uh, kanye west and then they die is that the new uh, new version of somebody who dies their final tweet i have uh, incriminating evidence on on Phil hillary clinton i know that that uh, Arizona Republican nominee 
for Governor uh, Curry Lake, uh, she uh, uh, she uh, used this line uh, that she wasn't suicidal when she was talking about Hillary Clinton on Fox News. But I was a little concerned today. I'm going to be honest. When I saw Hillary Clinton bad mouthing <laughs> me, and she looked she looked angry and actually scared and and. Uh, just uh, completely unrelated, I want you to know, just in case you're wondering, I'm in perfect health, my brakes on my car are in good shape, and I'm not suicidal. And we're going to win this thing on Tuesday. <laughs> and Hillary Clinton has also said that uh, the Republicans in 2024 are already planning to, to steal uh, the election. Because remember, she was the, the, the original a losing candidate who said the election was stolen from her in 2016. Another Democrat, uh, Stacey Abrams, claimed that the 2018 uh, uh, Georgian uh, gubernatorial race was stolen from her against uh, uh, Brian Kemp. Now, speaking of tweets, let's go to another eventful week on the Bird app. The, the bird app is the, the word of the internet. The bird is the word. And even though Elon Musk says he hasn't uh, changed the moderation policy, he hasn't uh, fired the, the, the trust and safety officer, uh, but he had disabled the moderation features for most of the, the staff there. So it's just been totally free-flowing a lot of the time. And... Last Friday, it was, well, it was Firing Friday where Elon Musk fired 50% of Twitter's staff, and it seems that nothing of value has been lost. I mean, I found this uh, interesting interesting graph on on Twitter, well, when I, say, when I say on Twitter, on the basically Twitter's revenue per, per employee metric uh, has been always significantly lower than Metal and Google and in 2021 dropped below Snapchat and Pinterest. Like, you know, what do they, what do, I don't know what the Twitter employees do. Do they just sit at their desk? And, uh, and now the, the mainstream media people, they've been relaying these poor Twitter employees who've been fired and how we should feel really sorry for them. I assume they verified this time that these people were fired Twitter employees. I mean, after they, what is it? They just camped out the outside Twitter HQ and then uh, Ligma Johnson turned up out the front with boxes and just assumed they were fired Twitter uh, engineers. Have they, have they learnt, learnt their lesson from there? Uh, so now that's pissed off uh, the, uh, well, the, what do you call the social media and industrial complex, like, because, yeah, they thought they ruled Cynic Silicon Valley, these, uh, the, the, these, 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 uh, these SJW tech people, and also the celebrities, they're also really angry at Elon because now anyone can get verified if they sign up to Twitter Blue, which has now gone live for eight US dollars a month in Australia. Like I looked at it the other day, you can sign up for 6.99 Australian dollars. That was my reading. So even uh, cheaper. And it's been revealed that some uh, celebrities, public figures paid like their basically under the counter money to you could call it that to, to to twitter staff to get them verification badges so they these types of people the celebrities uh, the academics they they believe that the tick means that uh, their opinion is more important than others and so they don't like the fact that anyone can verify who they are now if they pay a, a subscription it's similar to the gab pro you can get verified uh with a gab pro twitter account and get the the blue uh check mark now in response in uh retaliation uh some uh celebrities have uh decided to change their twitter names to elon musk uh, most prominently kathy griffin and also, uh, remember uh, this guy on the left, uh, Ethan, Ethan Klein, the one who hoped that Ben Shapiro got gas first if there was another Holocaust uh, to, to happen. So they both got suspended uh, for 
impersonating Elon Musk. Now, according now the, the of course the 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 left said that uh, the SJWs, uh, the anti freedom people who have loved cancel culture up until now, saying, "Oh, what happened to free speech? Um, identity theft, fraud." Uh, that is that is not part of free speech. Uh, never never has been. And Elon Musk said, like you can open an, like you, you can open a satirical account uh, that well is under like a is parading a celebrity as long as you properly name it as parody. Though in the past that didn't stop the uh, the Alexandria Ocasio Cortez uh, parody account from being uh, deleted. Uh, now, when uh, Benny Johnson of uh, Turning Point USA uh, tweeted tweeted out uh, that uh, Kathy Griffin had been suspended permanently, she's permanently suspended from Twitter. Elon Musk said, "Actually, she was suspended for impersonating a comedian. But if she really wants her account back, she can have it for eight dollars." <laughs> I was laughing my head off at that, which of course was the name of her tour after uh she well it was named after remember uh she decided to post a photo of herself with donald trump's severed head uh she was never uh removed from twitter for that she was fired from cnn uh for that i mean <laughs> that's where cnn has a line there like you, you can bag president trump you just can't you know hold a mock severed head on the network uh, so that's that was the line for for cnn there and so she's tried to get back on uh, Twitter now, Kathy Griffin, taking over the account of her dead mother. Apologize in advance for the comments you're all going to have to read about how ugly I am, and they're probably going to throw you in there too. Oh, by the way, this is KG, Kathy Griffin. I'm tweeting from my dead mother's account. She would not mind. Free Kathy. Uh, well, I doubt in 2016 she was part of the, the Free Milo movement uh, when Milo was the the first uh, prominent person to be suspended on Twitter. Yes, Kathy Griffin looks very, yes, very sort of old and, and dried up now. Uh, she's in her 60s now as well. I think she's the same as, same age as around Bill Maher. She's sort of a bit like the female Bill Maher, I've always, I've always thought. Now, we also saw that uh, the Chaser, they uh, decided that they would uh, also own Elon by changing their name to Elon Musk, uh, which they got suspended for it, but got back their account when they changed their uh, name to Elon Musk Fondles Dogs. And so they they say, don't know what you're worried about. It's not like there could be any downsides to verify any old account. Well, clearly, like your handle's still the same. It still says Chaser. I mean, this is how you know that it's not actually Elon Musk, unless you see it on his actual Twitter profile. I think there's also Elon Musk uh, tweet generators. Remember how they used to be the Trump tweet generator? So unless you see it on Elon Musk's actual Twitter page, uh, assume that he didn't tweet it uh, uh now the chaser they've always had like a it's for some reason for people that they don't like they always make a joke that they fondle dogs remember in 2013 they photoshopped uh chris kenny of, of sky news uh having sex with a dog and had a sign up uh chris kenny dog fucker uh, which uh, chris kenny actually sued over and it was a long drawn legal battle at the taxpayer's expense of course given it was the abc but apparently they made up and chris kenny later went on the chasers show so yes a of course uh for for these types now upset that they're getting suspended for the you know our only crime is you know identity theft like it's okay when you know it, it was okay when they were the ones doing the suspending for, for wrong think and uh, hurt feelings and misgendering using the word groomer. Like, again, it's okay when they do it, uh, but uh, not when, uh, not when it's done to us, like when we're uh, held to account for our actions. Now we're coming to the end of the, of the show now. Uh, for another week of uh, Tim's news, ex news explosion. Uh, now, there have been uh, 
vigils uh, throughout the week uh, for that poor uh, 15-year-old uh, Aboriginal uh, uh, boy uh, who uh, was was murdered, uh, Cassius Turvi in, in Perth. Uh, so his so his mother has uh, called is 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 said that uh, she doesn't want anger. Obviously, she doesn't want the uh, the 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 trial to of the the man charged with murder, uh, the trial to be prejudiced, and she she wants this to be a coming to moment together, which is basically her way of saying she doesn't want the uh, BLM race baiters uh, hijacking her. Her, her son's uh, death. Uh, now, obviously, there has been Aboriginal activists who have claimed that, uh, oh, the, this uh, his uh, his the killing of him uh, shows that Australia is still racist. Which I'm sure that all Australians would agree that any 15 year old Australian boy, uh, like who is walking home from school, should not be bashed to to death. Uh, now, one of the the, the uh, Aboriginal activists slash journalists at the ABC, Tony Armstrong, who reads the the news on ABC News Breakfast. I mean, he was the one who on the, he was on the project, uh, calling on Gina Reinhart to or address or disavow her father's uh, Lang Hancock's comment about uh, wanting to to poison Aboriginals' drinking water so they they'd breed out. He has also had some comments on uh, on uh, uh, Terve's death, and he posted on Twitter an abusive email that he got. I don't know why you'd want to draw attention to this. So he said, "This was this shit's got to stop." One thing is for certain, though, this isn't going to stop us speaking up or stepping up. Sent to my work email, no less. And so, a lot of it's blacked out. And so the the email says, "This abo bullshit needs to stop." And the letter writer, who calls himself uh, Dom Burke, uh, he spells abo with two b's, even though Aboriginal, because abo short for Aboriginal, though. Abo is now considered a racial slur in itself. He spelled it with two Bs, like uh, like Abba is. Anyway, I digress. So it says, uh, what is it? Uh, and a lot of it's censored there. Uh, so it says, uh, uh, Abo crap with 1% Aboriginal filthy scum like Tony Armstrong, the 1% bong who goes on. Well, that is a racial slur there. Who goes... Uh, on the the project to give advice to uh, Gina, a person. You, you you get the point there. So the police have been called in uh, because because of this, because of uh, like you know cranks write angry emails, abusive emails, which often have uh, you know racial and other slurs in it. Like that's like, I mean, I'm not sure if it's the first. <laughs> Hate, hate mail that he's he's ever got. Yeah, it is uh, stupid and immature. But one thing Tony Armstrong should learn. I mean, he's not like a Lydia Thorpe. He clearly doesn't hate Australia, given that he, well, he celebrated when the Socceroos made the World Cup. I mean, he reports on Australian sports teams' performances and obviously wants them to win. So he doesn't hate Australia like Lydia Thorpe. That's that's clear. I'm not sure if he's full uh, Aboriginal. Um, I don't know if he is his heritage, but clearly has, uh, you know, Aboriginal blood uh, in him. But yes, I mean, you don't need to do that, Tony. I mean, don't feed the trolls and we don't need, like, it wasn't like, it wasn't a nice email, but it wasn't a threat either. So just don't draw attention to stuff like that is my free advice. But anyway, that's the end of the end of the show. Uh, Tim's News Explosion for another week. There will be no Wilmstrunt this week. You are welcome to uh, suggest uh, guests. Kesho says elbow should be a banned word. Uh, so I'll be back with Douay, uh, 6 p.m. Melbourne time uh, uh, this Friday on the Unshackled YouTube channel. Keep checking out the unshackled.net on a regular basis. It's got our Unshackled Productions archive, and we're also still publishing articles as well. Thank you, everyone, for watching as per usual. 
and I'll see you all on Friday. And of course, another Tim's News Explosion, same time next Monday as well, when voting will have commenced for the Victorian state uh, election. Of course, I'll be doing a election night coverage uh, starting at uh, uh, Saturday, November 26th at 6 p.m. Melbourne time. So I'll be joined by uh, Stephen Berry, and I'll also have various other panellists uh, announced in the, the coming weeks as well. So please take care, everyone. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.